When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. 76 episodes. Wow, new day, new goal. It's a new day in here. But before we get into that, let me let you know, make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm. Make sure you're subscribed each and everywhere you can get your podcast from. Make sure you hit the subscribe button down below right here if you're watching on YouTube. So, you know what? Let's get into the top rope this week. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. So, top rope this week, ladies and gentlemen, the new day, hold all the gold. I mean, you know, I'm not going to be one of those people that sit up here and say, oh, they've always been my favorite group, because they wasn't. I mean, I always liked them, always respected them, but they just wasn't my favorites. But I will say, this has been great. This has been great for the culture. Make sure you check out Wrestling for the Culture each and every week. Um, Here's a team. Five years ago, I think we were on now. Three years ago, six years ago. No, it's not that long. Uh, what's this? Twenty nineteen. Sometimes I get years mixed up. So about in twenty fifteen, I remember the first time we saw the choir singing. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And then the clapping. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know if this is gonna work. You had Xavier Woods, who was fairly new to the main roster. You had Biggie, a guy who was with. Um, Dolph Ziggler, kind of like his uh, henchman. And then you had Kofi Kingston, who was putting on great matches after matches after matches, whether it was Intercontinental title, U.S. title, or Tag Team title, but never could reach get past that glass ceiling until now. Now these guys are your new, not only are they the uh, Tag Team champions, as in Xavier Woods and Big E, but now we have the WWE Championship a part of the new day. Um, and the reason why I love with the tag team championships because that's normal. Six times champions they won it this past week on Extreme Rules. <coughs> Excuse me, won it this past week on Extreme Rules. But finally, um, this one meant more, I believe. I know for as a fan of this group, this meant more because we saw them as WWE Tag Team Champions before. And that's when they kind of had like the Freebird rules, in this case, New Day rules, where any three of them could switch out and be champions. But now, it's a clear cut that it's Woods and E because Kofi Kingston is the WWE Champion. When he won the title at WrestleMania, it was an amazing moment. But as fans, you always wondered, how long is this reign going to really last? You know, then the next night, they said it was going to be a title for a unification match. You know, they'd already unified 
temporarily. Well, they had a winner take all match for um, when Becky became Becky two belts the night before. So now you're thinking, wait, are they going to really merge these the Raw title and the SmackDown title, only to have that get ready for this new thing with Fox? Instead, Kofi, you know, was a stalemate, double disqualification. Um, Kofi would beat Dolph Ziggler. He would beat Kevin Owens. He would beat AJ Styles. He would beat Samoa Joe. These are all the people. But that brings us to this point, folks. Now, he's getting ready to more than likely face Randy Orton. Randy was a six-man tag match this past week on SmackDown. Joe, Elias, and Orton taking on a new day. In the end, it was Randy Orton pinning Samoa Joe. This one has to have you worried. Because we all know what happened with Kofi and Randy Orton when Kofi allegedly was going to get the push and he made a mistake. Randy Orton kept calling stupid, stupid, stupid. And then that led to suddenly Kofi just kind of windled in the wayside. This makes you wonder, is there a receipt coming? Will we see Kofi Kingston defeat his biggest challenge to date? Obviously, when you look at SmackDown and you look at everything, this is the money matchup. They, uh, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. But this match right here could solidify Kofi Kingston's run as a WWE champion, beating one of the greatest WWE champions ever. Only time's going to tell, folks. So I'm hoping he does. We'll have, obviously, we'll more than likely talk about that more as we get into SummerSlam. But now it's time for the tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. It's Seth freaking Rollins again. Yes, it's Seth Rollins again. I'm not happy. Um, Seth Rollins will take on Brock Lesnar at um, SummerSlam. Now, we know Rollins, Lesnar cashed in, giving Rollins that receipt that Rollins did with Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 back in 2015. But... Now, Seth Rollins is going to have an opportunity to get his title back. Do I think he's going to win? No. When I looked at this, they had a 10-man battle royal cross-promotion. The person I was really rooting for was Bobby Lashley. I was hoping Lashley could be the one to get it done. That's the matchup people have been wanting. And if you don't, you're lying. Then I was like, you know what? I'll even take Roman Reigns. Then it got down to Orton and, Kofi, um, Orton and Rollins. I was really pulling for Randy Orton. You know, Randy Orton got knocked out basically by Brock, where he got beat up really bad a couple years ago at SummerSlam. Why not have a rematch? Instead, we didn't get that. We're getting Seth Rollins. I know there's no rematch clauses, but this is the way you give it to us, so no, I'm not happy. But we'll see. Hopefully, the man's man, you know, get his gonads back. So let's move on. Oh, man, Bray Wyatt, folks. It was revealed. Finally, he has showed up. He uh, came out. Finn Balor was doing his you know, his finish and after he won his match. Fans were into it. Lights go out. Lights start flickering. And the power started going out. And there was Bray Wyatt showing up and hitting his uh, finisher that escapes my name right now. And this is going to be very interesting. Uh, I believe it was Bully Ray said on Busted Open Radio. I didn't watch, listen to it. I saw a clip. Uh, what he thinks he said was, you know, the people who had owned the character know it better. Basically, that was to summarize what he said. And 
It's going to be very interesting to see how creative Bray Wyatt can get, especially we can't avoid it, talking in the Paul Heyman era now, uh, Monday Night Raw. want to see how far Heyman's going to let them go. Word on the street is they're getting ready to go PG. They're getting ready to ditch the PG because, you know, the kids are growing up. So now maybe they'll get TV 14 or whatever. That's what I want to see. How far will these guys go with this Bray Wyatt character? Um... The whole, everything leading up to it I thought was brilliant. Uh, it, scary, but, and this was certainly scary seeing him come out there with that mask. So I want to see what happens. It's definitely going to make for interesting television. And then rounding off the first part of the show, we saw Kevin Owens deliver a stunner in the, after, you know, doing the main event of SmackDown um, to Shane McMahon. I really like where this is going. I know some people don't, um, but... We got to admit, when a McMahon's on TV, they draw ratings. You might not like it. Uh, people may not like Shane McMahon. I remember there was a time when Shane McMahon wasn't in the WWE, and people was hoping he came back. So to have a, an antagonist and a guy who's constantly um, annoying, like Shane McMahon, is the boss, and then you got Kevin Owens who's speaking up for the people, this role fits him perfectly. We saw it in Ring of Honor with him and Jim Cornette. If you haven't, I encourage you to go check it out. Some of the best stuff in Ring of Honor history in recent memory. Um, so I really enjoyed that story. Looking at Kevin Owens, looking at his body of work, looking at his build, I believe he can really pull this off, folks. I promise you, you will be entertained. So I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Got a word from one of my friends celebrating a birthday. You should support their show. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, host of Listen In with KNN on Fox Sports Radio, 96.9 FM and 1340 AM. And I want to make sure you are listening right here to Break It Down with Brian H. Brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you check out Listen In with KNN. Shout out to Kelsey. Want to wish her a happy birthday this week. So... We got a new number one contender for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, and her name is Ember Moon. I'm really excited about this. Um, Ember Moon, uh, Bailey said, you know, now that her chapter is over with Alexa Bliss, she could do what she wanted to do, and that's elevate the title. And she felt Ember Moon is the perfect person to do that. Here's why I'm excited. We saw the matches that Ember Moon and Asuka put on in NXT. We saw the matches that Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler put on NXT. We know Bayley can go. This is going to be a good babyface versus babyface matchup for the title. Yes, I do have Bayley holding on to it. But it wouldn't be as of a shock if Ember Moon was able to walk away with that title come SummerSlam. Um, it's going to be good. You know, I, I can't wait for it. Uh, I've been waiting to see Ember Moon being used in a great way on SmackDown Live, so wanted to see her on Raw, and then I know she got hurt, but now we're finally going to get to see Ember Moon, and folks who haven't been watching her, especially if you haven't watched her on the Indies, you are in for a treat. Moving on over to Monday Night Raw, we have um, Natalia winning a Fatal 4-Way Elimination match to officially become the Raw number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Natalia defeated Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Carmella. Now, have to admit, you was a little worried. Alexa Bliss, Natalia, you thought, here we go again. WWE pushing Alexa Bliss down our throats. Nope. 
They gave us Natalia. Natalia has an opportunity to win the title in Canada. How cool would that? How sweet would that be? Um, I can't call it. I mean, you would think it's obvious that, you know, because the last time when she was facing Naomi, it was kind of like that story of having to win the big one, having have been champion in so many years. So now is her opportunity. But I don't know. Time will tell, folks. Um, I think that Natalia uh, has a better shot than many people are giving her. I want to see the story they're going to lead to telling, uh, tell leading up to this. Um, her and Ronda Rousey are buddies, right? And people ever think about that? We could see Ronda Rousey get involved and cost Bailey the title, uh, Becky Lynch the title, because if you think about it, a Ronda Rousey match and a Becky Lynch match does not need the title involved. It's that personal. As they say, doesn't need the championship. You could put the title on Natalia, have her defending the title against somebody like a Carmella, a Naomi, Alexa Bliss, while Bay, uh, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey are having their separate feud. Boom, you just created an extra women's match. I'm just saying. Let's move on. SmackDown Live. If you watched it, you saw Liv Morgan uh, during the state of... Uh, State of the Union or whatever they got town hall meeting the Shane McMahon had um, Charlotte Flair was uh, coming you know kissing up the lack of a better word to Shane McMahon and as she was kissing up she, uh, Liv Morgan said you know you're so fake and Charlotte was like well we don't even see you I didn't even know you worked here until Kevin Owens bounced his name out of your mouth um, this was really good we got to see Liv Morgan on TV she's by herself you know she was with the Riot Squad now she's going dolo Unfortunately, she came up short, but I think this was a big um, moment for her because now, you know, she went and got the mic and said, I'm coming back when I get real. So I want to see what kind of Liv Morgan we get in the next few weeks. So only time will tell. So that's also sticking with SmackDown. We saw the Kabuki Warriors finally get a tag team championship opportunity with the Iconics, unfortunately, the Iconics would hold on to the titles due to a count out. Um, I'm really hoping, you know, now SmackDown Live has returned to Eric Bischoff. Doesn't necessarily have the greatest reputation when it comes to women's wrestling, but I'm hoping that him understanding, sticking away from the company, being away from the company for a while, being in here amongst the people with the podcast and promotion, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that they make a change and we'll start seeing those tag titles defended. There's no reason why the Kabuki Warriors have been kept off of television. You know, and you can really say, um, if you're looking beyond championships and matches, you could say Asuka coming to the main roster is a disappointment. You Sure, she's been a champion, um... But and she had, a, you know, perhaps one of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever with Charlotte. But outside of that and winning the title, what do you remember about her run? Not too much, you know. So I'm just saying. And how many people saw AEW? AEW this past weekend, we saw Brandy Rhodes defeat Allie. But the big story there was... Kong, awesome Kong coming to Brandy Rose's assistance, and then as you can see on your screen, they took the photo together, letting you know she's going to be her enforcer. Now, 
I saw, you know, some comments online. People aren't really too happy about this. It's like, oh, great, Brandy Rose. Here she go doing her thing, X, Y, Z. Nah, you know what? We'll see what happens, you know? Not going to pass too much judgment. I'm going to, you know, kind of be that wait and see guy in this situation. You know, um, I don't know. You know, we'll wait and see, folks. You know, it's going to be interesting to say the least. So, I don't know. Let's be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Um, you know, sticking with AEW, also another match. Young Bucks defeated Cody Rose and Dustin. Be honest with you, wasn't feeling it. Eh, it was eh, okay. Maybe I was just tired Saturday after BlurCon, which make sure you check out some of the highlights as well as the interviews I had. Dr. D, Marcus Dowling, and Candice, uh, Candice Cordelia, excuse me, Candice. Uh, make sure you check out those interviews. But like I said, just wasn't really feeling Cody, the Young Bucks taking on Cody and Dustin. Love the story leading up to it, but then it's like, okay, wait, why y'all wrestling again? I'm just saying. Uh, Adam Page, you know, had a good match against Kip Sabian. That was something that was enjoyable. I can't wait to see Adam Page and Chris Jericho for the AEW World's Championship. Um, and speaking of championships, our truth, folks, he is once again the 24-7 champion. Shout out to my brother, Glenn Thomas of the Wrestling Marks at Excellence Radio. He called it. He told us months ago in a group chat when this whole thing started. And it was the beef between Drake Maverick and our truth He said, watch. I bet you our troop is going to get that title when Drink Maverick is going to consummate the marriage. And I like what he said. Well, you know, did y'all, y'all ain't constipate the marriage yet? So, um, our troop is the greatest thing. This, it felt like this title was built for him. Like, he just took it and embraced it. And, you know, when the title first came out, I was like, oh, man, this ain't the greatest. It's kind of stupid. But now that our, when anytime our troop has it, it's very interesting. So, but you know what? Short show this week, folks. Thank you for joining. I know it came a little bit later than usual. Uh, take care of some things. Um, but as always, I appreciate you tuning in each and every week to break it down with Brian H. Shout out to all the loyal listeners. Shout out to the new listeners. For those who are new, make sure you're following me at at Brian H. Waters. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, you name it, we are there. And of course, you want to be right here on the YouTube channel. If there's any channel of all of them that's the most important, it's right here on YouTube because it's where you're going to get everything. Interviews, segments, um, what else you're getting. You're getting a lot of fun stuff from the real Dwayne Allen and myself. Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.